Hello, this is Snigdha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Sunday, the 14th of June. India reported close to 12,000 new coronavirus cases this morning, the highest single-day spike again with 311 more fatalities. The total number of cases has now gone up to 3.2 lakh and the death toll stands at 9,195. India is now the fourth most affected country in the world. The country has revised the protocol for clinical management of COVID-19 to include the use of remdesivir, off-label use of tocilizumab and convalescent plasma therapy on specific groups of patients. Remdesivir's emergency authorization in India means it is allowed as a part of treatment despite clinical trials still ongoing to test its effectiveness. However, its use is to be heavily restricted and monitored. The ICMR has also revised the list of symptoms in the new protocol to include the loss of smell and taste. While scientists around the world are working day and night to develop a vaccine for COVID-19, Acharya Balakrishna, the co-founder and CEO of Patanjali Ayurved Limited, has claimed that his company has developed an Ayurvedic medicine that has cured COVID-19 patients within a span of 5 to 14 days. According to the report by news agency ANI, Balakrishna said that a trial was conducted on hundreds of COVID-19 patients and that the medicine has yielded 100% favorable results. He said, and I quote, We appointed a team of scientists after the COVID-19 outbreak. First, the simulation was done and compounds were identified which can fight the virus and stop its spread in the body. Then we conducted a clinical trial on hundreds of positive patients and we have got 100% favorable results. Unquote. Meanwhile, the Maharashtra government has approved the use of homeopathy medicine Arsenic Album 30 for the general population as a prophylactic against COVID-19 and as an immunity booster. A task force set up by the state government has also come up with a list of Yunani and Ayurvedic medicines like Agastya Haritaki, Ayush 64 and even sesame oil as measures against COVID-19. With 1.04 lakh COVID-19 cases, Maharashtra remains the worst-hit state, followed by Tamil Nadu, which has 42,687 cases, Delhi with 38,958 cases, and Gujarat with 23,038 cases. Home Minister Amit Shah has said that testing will be tripled in Delhi in the next six days as the health crisis in the capital escalates. After a review meeting with Delhi's Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal, Shah said a door-to-door survey of all houses in coronavirus containment zones in Delhi will be undertaken in the next one week for better contact tracing to curb the spread of the virus. The centre has also decided to give 500 railway coaches for COVID-19 patients in Delhi. Amit Shah said many significant decisions were taken during his meeting with Health Minister Harshwardhan, Delhi's Lieutenant Governor Anil Bejal and Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal. He said that the Narendra Modi-led government is determined to prevent the coronavirus infection in the national capital. Shah said that another committee had been formed under the chairmanship of Dr. Paul to provide 60% of COVID beds in hospitals at low rates. The committee will submit its report by tomorrow. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal called the review meeting extremely productive in a tweet, saying, and I quote, we will fight against corona together, unquote. Kejriwal also announced that beds for treating coronavirus patients in hospitals will increase by 5,000 after the government declared small and medium multi-specialty nursing homes as COVID nursing centres. 
According to a statement issued by the Lieutenant Governor's office yesterday, a fine of 500 rupees will be imposed on residents for not maintaining physical distancing, not wearing face masks in public and workplaces, and spitting and consuming tobacco in public places. Repeat offenders will have to pay 1000 rupees as fine. Also, the Arogya Setu app is now compulsory for residents in Delhi's containment zones. Maharashtra, meanwhile, has reported 3,427 new cases of COVID-19 and 113 new fatalities. With this, the total number of cases in the state has risen to 1,4568, while the death toll has grown to 3,830. A total of 1,550 patients were discharged in the day, taking the number of recovered cases to 49,346. The COVID-19 recovery rate in the state now stands at 47.2% and the fatality rate is at 3.7%. The number of COVID-19 cases has touched 2,626 in Maharashtra's Aurangabad district as 91 people tested positive there for coronavirus. Uttar Pradesh's tally of coronavirus cases on Saturday rose by 505 to reach 13,118, while the death toll in the state increased to 385 with 20 more fatalities. This was the second day in a row when new cases breached the 500 threshold in the state. Of the total cases, 3,015 were recorded in the last one week and 5,043 in this month alone. Rajasthan has reported 131 new coronavirus cases, taking the state's tally to 12,532. The infection has killed 286 people in the state so far. Odisha, meanwhile, has reported 186 new cases in the last 24 hours. With this, the state's overall count has gone up to 3,909. One of the worst affected states in the northeast, Assam, has reported 43 new cases. This takes the total tally in the state to 3,943. Meghalaya now has 17 active cases after three more people from the southwest Garo Hills recovered. 45 more people have tested positive for coronavirus in Tripura, taking the state's tally to 1,046. The Madhya Pradesh Health Department has proposed to rope in volunteers as COVID Mitra to help the government in containing the spread of coronavirus in the state. The COVID Mitra will be equipped with an oximeter to check the oxygen levels of people. Any healthy individual up to the age of 45 years or a social or voluntary organization in an urban area can be made a COVID Mitra. The state has recorded more than 10,400 infections so far with 440 plus fatalities. There are 6,516 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Karnataka with 79 deaths. A study of the ICMR says that Karnataka is among the top states in testing contacts between January to April. One of the key factors in Karnataka's largely successful efforts at controlling COVID-19 so far has been its aggressive contact tracing, quarantining and testing. It has been carried out by health authorities with the help of civic administration, police and technology. Researchers from the ICMR found that apart from Karnataka, states falling within the high performance percentile for contact tracing are Kerala and Tamil Nadu, with 40 and 45 contacts respectively being tested for per COVID positive person. COVID-19 claimed 12 lives in West Bengal, taking the death toll in the state to 468, while the number of those infected shot up to 10,698. All the 12 deaths were because of comorbidities where COVID-19 was incidental.
North 24 Parganas district accounted for five deaths, Kolkata for four, South 24 Parganas two, and the neighboring Howrah district for one death in the past 24 hours. The Supreme Court has granted journalist Vinod Dua protection from arrest till July 16th in a sedition case. Speaking to News Laundry, Dua said he is thankful for the partial relief. The sedition complaint was filed by a BJP leader from Himachal Pradesh called Ajay Sham and pertains to Dua's YouTube show on the lack of preparedness of the lockdown that was aired on March 30th, 2020. This is the second FIR filed against Dua this month. However, Dua said that the issue is no longer just about him. It pertains to the larger domain of freedom of speech and expression and the freedom of media itself. Do read Dritika Jain's detailed report on the hearing titled Sedition Case. Vinod Dua asks Supreme Court to issue guidelines on filing of FIRs against journalists. You'll find the report on newslaundry.com. Even in the middle of a pandemic where citizens need to know exactly what's going on, free voices in the Indian media are being muffled. A journalist in Uttar Pradesh was interrogated by the police because he dared to write a report on low-quality PPEs. A Chhattisgarh journalist was threatened with legal action for telling the story of a woman who had to sell her fridge to buy rations. Another journalist in Andaman was arrested for a day for questioning authorities on Twitter. You can read more about such cases on the suppression of press freedom on our website newslaundry.com. Now, as it is clear, there are numerous such cases, many of which might not reach us. And that makes it all the more important for you as a citizen to execute your duties and rights and step in. Support independent media organizations. Support people who tell you the truth because telling the truth is a costly exercise. This is one of the core ideas that led to the birth of News Laundry. We are an independent media organization that is 100% free of advertisements. Subscribe to us and subscribe to other independent media outlets. The best way to show that you care is by helping small organizations like ours survive in this world dominated by big media. So go to the website and hit that subscribe button on the top right corner. Coming back to some international updates on COVID-19. Globally, the virus has infected over 7.8 million people so far and killed more than 432,000 people. The US continues to be the worst hit in the world with 2.12 million confirmed cases and close to 117,000 deaths. In Pakistan, authorities have identified and sealed off nearly 1,300 hotspots to contain the rise of the coronavirus pandemic in the country as it records the highest number of COVID-19 cases in a single day with 6,825 more testing positive. This takes the total number of cases in the country to 139,230. The Ministry of National Health Services said that the country's toll has reached 2,632 with 81 more fatalities. Coronavirus cases in the UK now stand at 294,275 with 41,662 fatalities. Britain's government will review its two-metre social distancing rule as a matter of urgency as it tries to help the country's economy recover from a 25% collapse after the onset of the coronavirus crisis. Spain, with 290,685 cases and 21,136 deaths, will open its borders to countries in the European Union's Schengen area on June 21st, except Portugal, where the border will be open from July 1st onwards. China has reported its highest daily number of new cases in months as parts of Beijing remain under lockdown. 
Of the 57 new cases logged by Chinese authorities, 36 were domestic infections in the capital, where a large wholesale food market at the centre of the outbreak has been closed and nearby housing estates have been put under lockdown. Brazil now has the second highest number of coronavirus deaths after the US. The country's death toll stands at 42,791, while the total number of cases are 850,796. Now for some non-coronavirus news. The police chief in the US city of Atlanta resigned after an officer fatally shot another black man during an arrest. The new killing has caused further anger, stirring more protests against racism and police brutality. Demonstrators blocked an interstate highway and set alight the Wendy's where the 27-year-old Rayshard Brooks was killed late on Saturday. This came hours after the mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, announced the resignation of Chief Erica Shields. Rayshard Brooks had been asleep in his car at a Wendy's fast food restaurant drive through late on Friday and employees called police to complain that he was blocking other customers. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation has said that he failed a sobriety test and resisted when police tried to arrest him. Surveillance videos showed that during a physical struggle with officers, Brooks obtained one of the officers' tasers and began to flee from the scene. Officers pursued Brooks on foot and during the chase, he turned and pointed the taser at the officer. The officer fired his weapon, striking Brooks. He was taken to a hospital but he died after surgery. The unrest comes as the US faces a historic reckoning of systemic racism with mass civil unrest ignited by the May 25th killing of another African-American man, George Floyd. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.